Joining us now, um, very happy to be talking to him, is Dr. Jonathan Max, uh, internal medicine at Meta Health Medical Group. Dr. Max, how are you? Uh, hi, G. I'm, I'm doing well. I'm staying safe. Um, how about you? Uh, hanging in there. You know, a lot of concerns right now. Um, I'm sure, you know, this was just one more thing that, uh, especially, you know, from a healthcare perspective, uh, you have a lot of concerns about. We heard Dr. Arwadi uh, reflect on this as well, about encouraging protesters or, or people that are out and about to self-isolate. Yeah, gee, when when I was watching those uh, the the protests and the the vandalism and riots over the weekend here in Chicago and throughout the U.S., I think everyone in healthcare and and many many folks who even weren't in healthcare uh, were dropping their jaws, um, not because of the the magnitude of the the situation, but also because of of the um, the dangers of COVID nineteen and and getting together in groups. Um, some wearing masks, some not wearing masks, some wearing eye coverings, others not. Um, it, it's just a recipe for disaster in the next couple of weeks. And Dr. Max, that's what's so difficult about this situation in the sense that where we are right now isn't really telling us about uh, the dangers that we're putting ourselves in. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, you know, now the weather's getting warmer, um, you know, school's out for, for many kids and families. Uh, we're in, we're starting phase three, you know, as, as you just spoke about, you know, earlier in, in an earlier segment here in Illinois. People think that we just kind of don't have to do these things. We've been doing them for a while to protect ourselves and protect others. When in fact, we have to really maintain that same discipline. Um, and and if we don't, I'm I'm afraid that instead of moving forward, we will slide back and and we'll be back to square one. This is something that we were talking about uh, with WGN radio reporter Ryan Burrow, but he was mentioning that something that's been going on a lot is sort of people having the mask on. So for people even wearing their masks, sometimes they're lowering it in order to speak with people. And why is that particularly dangerous? Well, the, the, the problem there is that the mask, G, is supposed to do two things. It's, it's supposed to protect um, yourself when you're breathing, and, and it doesn't do a very good job of that, of keeping things in. But more than anything else, it's supposed to protect others around you from from the, those little particles that, that get expelled from your mouth when you talk. Um, you know, during, during all the protests, people are screaming and yelling, you know, they're, they're uh, chanting and, and such, and the, all that loud voice, that loud volume really spews, for lack of a better term, um, tiny particles, and those particles can, can have COVID virus. We know, gee, that, that people can be asymptomatic for an average of five days, so this, this concept of an incubation time where the virus is growing in your body, you're spreading it, but you feel fine. And and if you think about five days, and the, the, the range goes from anywhere from four days to an average of up to 14 days, you know, all those folks down in the city, down in the suburbs could be in trouble. Um, you know, and it's not just the protesters. I mean, you know, if we have to give grades to people, gee, you know, and you, you know how I have four kids and they're mm-hmm. all teenagers <laughs> and we're always talking grades all the time, you know. So, so you, you know, I think of things in terms of grades. Overachieving um, household there. Uh, I don't know about that. I know about that. Um, 
the um, you know uh, no one gets good grades. You know anyone right. I, I saw on TV or 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 you know heard on the radio. Um, I you know Maya culpa. Someone named G uh, takes her mask oh, down yes. when she talks to people. Sometimes, I forget right? sometimes, and then I think, <laughs> oh, I better not do that. And listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you continue this thought, uh, but I just wanted to throw the number out there three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred because what happens when Doctor Max, who's with Internal Medicine from Amita Health Medical Group, comes on? You wait until the very last minute to call and I don't want you to miss your chance to ask Dr. Max a question directly yourself. So 312-981-7200. Dr. Max is going to be taking your questions coming up. He's going to be talking a little bit more about phase three. He's going to be talking about the first human trial potential antibody treatment. And of course, any questions you have. Whew, that's a lot you've got to cover coming up with Dr. Max. We were just listening to Dr. Max about to give me a grade. I don't think it was going to be a good one for occasionally forgetting why I have a mask on my face and lowering it when I'm speaking to people. Continue, Dr. Max from uh, Internal Medicine, Amita Health Medical Group. Well, you, you know, gee, the, the thing is about these these weekend events downtown and throughout Chicagoland is that everyone who's out there, almost, almost everyone, got bad grades because a lot of people pulled down their masks mm-hmm. intermittently. Um, newscasters did the same thing. Many of the police officers were, were not wearing masks. Um, they were wearing face shields, mm-hmm. um, many of them, which, you know, um, from a medical standpoint is good to, to help protect you against against all, all this material and such. But um, I, uh, most people got bad grades, and that makes that that makes me scared that there, there there will be an increase in COVID cases in the next few weeks. And uh, we were hearing from uh, Commissioner Dr. Arwady, who said sort of the city's met its health goals for reopening, and that cases and hospitalizations are on the decline. Are you, after seeing this footage, for example, is Amita Health Medical Group preparing for what might happen down the road in two weeks, three weeks? We, we sure are. Our, our medical group is part of Amita Health, and, and we we cover, uh, we have a huge footprint in the Chicago area with over 19 hospitals, and our medical group, G, has over 1,000 clinicians. So we've been working uh, since day one, um, getting everything prepared. We are actually one of the few larger medical groups in the country who remained open during COVID-19. We're, we're fortunate enough to be part of a, a bigger organization called Ascension and he had a ton of resources for the PPE. You, mm-hmm. you hear about that all the time, right. personal protective equipment for hospital staff and our physicians, for our offices to keep, keep patients safe and, and our, our team members safe. Well, you're talking about the concerns with the protests and the gathering of large groups, but also, do you have some concerns about moving into phase three and that there's going to be more people in potential contact with one another? And and I have a follow-up question once you answer that one. Well, I, I think that as long as people remember to maintain those precautions, so the idea of social distancing, the idea of hand washing, so some of the basics, and then, of course, using... Um, using the face masks on a regular basis. Um, if we do those things, I, I think we'll, we'll probably be okay. Gee, there's a, there's a study, you know, there, there are tons of studies published on a daily basis on COVID-19. In fact, um, according to a, a international database, there's close to 2,000 articles published, medical articles, not just news articles, but medical articles published per week, 2,000 per week. 
Lancet, which is one of the biggest journals, mm-hmm. one of the most respected journals out of, out of Europe, um, uh, published a systematic review yesterday. So a systematic review kind of takes um, smaller studies and brings them together and then reevaluates the data and, and looked at, um, at one question. And here's what the question was, G. They, they asked, what are the best practices for, um, for keeping yourself safe when it comes to COVID-19, looking at, at physical distancing, face masks, eye protection. And what they found is that, is that social distancing is probably one of the most impactful things that we can do. A minimum would be um, greater than a meter, so a little over three feet, but ideally six feet, so two meters or more. And they also found that face masks are modestly beneficial. Eye protection is really, really good. But then, again, the basics, the, the hand hygiene, um, and a lot of the common sense stuff that we might forget when we, you know, get excited. And, and it, you know, you, when you spoke to mm-hmm. your uh, bookshop owner and your salon owner and yeah. everyone's so thrilled to enter phase three, you know, if we can just take a deep breath every day and every time and just say, oh, Let's make sure we wash our hands. Let's make sure we're using our face masks. Let's make sure we're, we're staying two arm lengths away. And I, I think we'll do fine. Um, Dr. Max, I know that you're a big foodie and you enjoy going out, uh, having, you know, dinners of all kinds, whether it's, the, you know, just sort of a hole-in-wall place, mom-and-pop shop or something finer dining. Um, any concerns on your end in terms of uh, dining in particular? Uh, I, I do have some concerns. I... Um, I, I'm concerned that that some uh, shops, some restaurants, um, uh, might might not be ready or as ready as they should be to educate their staff um, to to not come in if they're sick, um, to make sure that they're maintaining all the social distancing um, protocols as much as they can in the, in in the restaurants. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've been in, in the back rooms of restaurants before, G, and yes. you know how tight it is in those it galley is. kitchens. Mm-hmm. I mean, incredibly tight. Everyone's, you know, side by side um, constantly, and, and, and it's hard to maintain some of those correct procedures. Now, um, we can only go on faith and, and hope that everyone will do their best, um, and life does go on. Life does go on. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, you know some new uh, new things happening, uh, including there's a first human trial of a potential antibody treatment for COVID nineteen. Gee, this is really really cool. Um, yesterday, Eli Lilly, so a big pharmaceutical company, um, uh, announced that they've started human trials for something that they call LV CoV five five five. So that's kind of their code term for this this study um, compound that's derived from antibodies, human antibodies. So, so a little science lesson for you and for our listeners, G. Antibodies are the the proteins that our body produces to help fight infection. So when our when our bodies get exposed to to a, um, a bug, you know, like COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. it produces antibodies to fight that infection. So what Eli Lilly has been able to do is to take one of those human antibodies and kind of clone it, okay, in a synthetic manner so it's safe. Um, and what they hope to do is that that this antibody can be given to people like as an injection, as a shot, and then um, kind of neutralize 
all the COVID-19 viruses in your body. An analogy would be, um, you remember those those um, those anti-theft devices, G, um, for cars uh, that um, go on the steering wheels? The, the club. club. Remember those things? Yes. Yeah, but, you know, those really, really cool things that are like only $39.99, you know, if you, if you buy it right now. Um, very, very, th- this, this Eli Lilly concept is very, very elegant and simple that it's, it acts like the club, you know, the club keeps you from driving your car. This antibody attaches to the virus and keeps the virus from entering your body. Now here's the rub though, G. Mm-hmm. The rub is that this is a phase one clinical trial. What that means is that this is the earliest round of human studies is there are three phases of clinical trials. The first phase, which is phase one, just evaluates the safety, and you look at side effects and dosing, that kind of thing, in healthy people. Phase two, if you pass that, a, a, a compound passes the phase two, where you give, it, you give this study compound to a group of people who actually um, have an illness. So you'd give it to, let's say, COVID-19 patients, and then you find out how well it works. You find out more about side effects. If you pass that second hurdle, you go to the final phase, which is phase three, and that's where you take take the study compound, so this LV CoV five five five, and you compare it to what's called usual treatment or current treatments or placebo. Now we don't have anything really to treat COVID nineteen right now, so. Um, um, this will be really, really exciting if this compound can get to phase three and these on- antibodies can be used to either fight infection when someone is sick, just like you give an antibiotic, you give amoxicillin for someone with, with, with some sort of illness. Got it. Um, or even even cooler, you give it to someone as a preventive agent, almost like a vaccine type thing. I'm not sure where it's going to play out, G. Um, it's really elegant. It's really exciting. Um you know, time will tell. And how long, you mentioned all the phases of the trials, how long realistically will it be, let's say it works, before it can be used? Well, historically, these, these phase trials last for, for a few years, um, where you have to get enough patients to administer to. Once you gather the data, the data has to be analyzed, and then you, you need approval to go to phase two. Then you need approval to go to phase three. I think with the with the urgency of COVID nineteen, everything's going to be fast tracked. In fact, um, I think you read this too, um, G. That Eli Lilly is considering um, to start manufacturing this antibody before they even get to the final phase of of testing, just in the hopes that if it does pass. They already have a a huge catchment of of medication to give to people. Now that's also ambitious, and it's a great concept, um, but it's very risky on their end because if if things don't work out, they spent all this time and effort and money producing this this treatment that goes absolutely nowhere. I'm just curious along those lines, Dr. Max, and you might not know this uh, off the top of your head, but I sometimes hear about, oh, my goodness, it seems like there's so much more red tape and there's so much more regulation here in the United States for uh, from, you know, the FDA. Is is that the case or no? It, it, it sure is the case. And I, I, I again, historically, lots of red tape, lots of regulation. 
Um, and the the at the end of the day, the whole purpose here, G, is to protect us, to protect the patients, the consumers, um, to protect the public health. Um, but with many of these emerging therapies or diagnostic tests, the FDA has fast-tracked a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. um, with the hopes that further studies will be done uh, to um, guarantee the safety of, of tests or, or of treatments. So maybe um, manufacturing before phase three is even completed might be something that would happen um, more frequently outside of the United States. I, I, I think so. I yeah. think so. So, Dr. Max, we only have uh, like a minute left. Is there something you uh, uh, thought you want to leave us with so that we can think about getting a better grade with you the next time we talk to you? <laughs> I, I I think um, we're all we're all creatures of habit, and and the idea of maintaining those good habits um, are going to be key. Um, just like um, walking into your car, stepping into your car, you put your seatbelt on before you turn on before you turn on the engine, turn the lights on before you you leave the parking space. Um, we have to maintain the same habits of of staying safe. I also want to put a plug in for everyone to stay in good contact with their healthcare professionals, whether it's someone from Amita Health Medical Group or Amita Health or another healthcare system. Um, you know, reach out to those healthcare professionals. If you don't have one, there are many, many available for you who can help out during this crisis. Well, Dr. Jonathan Max, Internal Medicine with Amita Health Medical Group, thank you so much for being with us. And uh, I know that you and your family, I hope you continue to do well, including your four kids. And when I say that, I think we need to give a shout out to your wife as well. So I uh, hope Mrs. Max is doing great, too. So thank oh, you. Oh, thanks, Gia. Yeah, she's the best. She's <laughs> Absol- my best friend. Absolute- she's definitely my best friend. Absolutely. That's how it should be. Thanks, Dr. Max, for being with us.